0: The world-famous Conservation Canine Camp will next be running in South East Queensland, Australia, from the 21st to the 25th of August. Join us with your dog to start your journey into conservation detection. Visit padfoot.com.au to book your place today. <laughs> From the Field is a new series from the Conservation Canine podcast where our very own conservation dog's person and ecologist Ella Watkins spends time working in the field with and learning from some of the best practitioners in the conservation dog sector world.
1: conservation canine podcast from the field series episode five. My name is Ella Watkins and we're here with Beth Steinkraus from Muscle Dogs. How are you Beth?
0: I'm great. How are you doing? I'm
1: Very well, thank you. Beth has kindly offered to take us into her house with her six crazy dogs yep. that we all got accosted by. Um, so that was fun. Um, so just to start off with, tell us a bit about what you do, how you got into dogs,
0: how you got into Muscle Dogs Okay, um, I um, started out doing um, drug dogs in the school districts with Debbie Deshawn um, with Interquest Detection Canines, and um, I did that for a few years, and then muscle dogs, what I'm doing now is um, they're detection dogs that find invasive cog and zebra mussels, um, and they're a freshwater mussel. Um, The dogs can find the microscopic villagers of these invasive mussels. And um, so using the dogs is a wonderful tool that we have. Um, And what else? So I've been doing mussel dogs for about eight, almost nine years now. So it's pretty, pretty exciting. I think so, that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, that's so. Did you have any any dog experience before the drug dogs? No, no. no. So you
0: just Debbie took a chance on me, and I was in the right place at the right wow. time, and and she took me under her wing, and mentored me, and that's pretty special. Now I'm training dogs and training people, and yeah, it's pretty exciting. because yeah. you were we
1: were talking a bit yesterday about. Um, you said that you now start and finish
0: dogs. Yes. Um, so how long did it take you to get to that stage? I started doing that portion of the job probably back during COVID. Um, and um, Debbie had sent me to um, a trainer, Luther Evans, um, in the Central Valley Modesto or Merced, <laughs> California. And so I shadowed him for two weeks, and he taught me how to put the dogs on odor um, and how to, you know, hone in on their alerts and um, just reading a dog and just everything there is to know about dog training and scent detection, he taught me. And so, um, uh, you know, Debbie, Debbie would start a dog, and then she'd send it to me to finish the dog. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have it out in the field. Like that's the best way they learn is just having the dog out in the field yeah. working and just getting them um, familiar with the, you know, the inspections that we do and how to pattern and mm-hmm. and just, you know, 30 seconds sniffing a boat and that's all it takes. Because yeah. you, know?
1: you do it a, a little bit differently to what I've seen before. How Talk us through a bit about your search pattern or what the search involves
0: it's I mean it's the dogs are so great so like if we just tell a dog to souk and they just go
1: yeah Yeah. well we saw that (laughs) we took Finn out today and yeah I was like oh what what words do you use and you're like souk and Finn started working yeah like oh no not yet just wait a
0: second (laughs) just hang on um no it's you know we all we always start at the front of the boat and just work our way around we like the dogs to work both ways Mm -hmm. so that if a boat po- pulls up, or we get a line, you know, we can work one way, um, like driver side to passenger, and then passenger to driver. Mm-hmm. You know, however, yeah. it works. Yeah. So, um, so we like the dogs to work every direction. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where they're at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, um. Just go back a little step. You said the dogs can find microscopic villages. Villagers. Yeah. Villagers. Yeah. So is that. Before the muscle grows?
0: Yes, that's just like what's kind of floating in the water. They haven't quite developed yet. Um, Is it like
1: a mucus or something?
0: It's, no, it's just, it's microscopic. Um, I don't even know how to Yeah, right. Like we can't see it. Yeah. The dogs can smell it, but we can't see it. Wow. And so having them be able to check a boat that has water in it, um, And if they were to alert, then they would send it in for testing and see if it did actually have, like, DNA from the muscles. Yeah, So that's a huge, huge thing for the dogs to be able to smell microscopic.
1: Well, while we're on it, you said you did an eDNA study. Yes. In
0: Texas. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. So Debbie and I, we took six dogs and partnered with – Texas Tech um Nathan Hall um what's his name Matthew? Matthew What did I say his name was? We'll have to come back. Sorry. That's all right. Um,
1: these are details you don't want to get right. Let's see. So you said you took six dogs. How many dogs do you have
0: so with Matthew, Matthew Barnes? Matthew Barnes. Yeah, yep. Matthew Barnes and then um, Paul Bunker. Paul Bunker. Yes. Um, so all very much dog people yeah, in dog very world. Very good team. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, we took six dogs. Mm-hmm. And Out of how many? Uh, out of our,
1: well, I think we have Fifteen now, fifteen.
0: Yeah, wow, okay. Six out of fifteen to yeah. Texas. Yes,
1: with these amazing dogs, people.
0: Yep. Yeah, awesome dog people, and they had um, the equipment to to check for the microscopic villagers and be able to extract that. And so we were we were basically pinning the dogs against how they do eDNA testing. So they would pull water from different lakes. We wouldn't know if it had villagers, or if it was positive for muscles and they would bring it in and they set up these boxes called olfactometers. and so it's a lot of stuff I don't understand but it shoots out air (laughs) and like has like you know you have your control and you have distraction and and then you have the odor and so um, they would have to hold their nose in these boxes and it would like beep you know, just do a little beep to tell you yes or no. Yeah. Um, and, um, and we would run every single dog. Um, and um, first we had to train the dogs to hold their nose in the box. Because
1: right, they're not used to that.
0: No. Some of our dogs are sit dogs where they sit when they alert, mm-hmm. and other ones are focus dogs. Mm-hmm. So the focus dogs obviously did a little bit better than the sit dogs but they eventually caught on (laughs) or they would stick their paw in the hole and like hold it there until it beeped or raise their hand or sit we had one dog that would actually raise his hand it was quite hilarious that was captain (laughs) so it was really cool Mm -hmm. um and then um so we didn't really get the results until afterwards um and like, Debbie knows a lot more about the whole science behind everything. Um, I'm still learning all of that. I just train dogs. Um, <laughs> There's a lot involved. hand <laughs> handle dogs. Um, yeah, there is quite a bit involved. Um, and, but what it basically came out to was the dogs were almost basically even with how they do their eDNA testing. Wow. Like, sending it to a lab and, like, yeah. Wow. So... Like the dogs would alert and yeah. It's, it was pretty, pretty an amazing experience. I
1: think so. That's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's,
0: I know there's a lot more to it, but <laughs> I, <laughs> it's, it's a
1: lot. So, what do you know? Can you remember how close the, the detection rate was?
0: I don't know. One of our dogs, um, Moomba, <clears throat> she got down to, I think it was an eighth of a villager. Yeah. So you figure microscopic. You just, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because they would do um, um, threshold testing mm-hmm. as well for each dog. Yeah. And so, um, it, and it's just, they're microscopic. Like, how do you? That's wild. Yeah. So they, they'd extract a certain amount and be like, okay, this is what this is. And if the dog's got it, then we know mm-hmm. that's. You know, when they couldn't detect it, that was their threshold.
1: Yeah, so, yeah it's pretty cool. That's so impressive. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: They're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing.
1: And we went down to Lake Mendocino yep. just before, met some of your staff down there. Yes. Um, I asked them a few questions, but can you just talk us through what they do? Because they don't have the dog all the time, do they? No. No. So the process is the same with and without a dog? yes yeah so, so what's the what's the process
0: during the week um we call them our screeners mm-hmm. um they we have two people there always so one person is talking to the boater um getting their information finding out where they were last um if they've been out of state or in southern california the last 30 days um and then the other person is actually doing a visual inspection of the boat mm-hmm. um where they're just basically um, touching the bottom of the boat. And the when the muscles get to about juvenile, or when they're like from microscopic to juvenile, mm-hmm. it's going to feel like sandpaper
1: yeah, on okay. the bottom
0: of a boat. So we want to make sure that we're not feeling any of that, mm-hmm. um, just making sure they're clean. We'll check, obviously, the, the motor... Um, all the little ports and little holes and everything that we can check, we check just to make sure there's no muscles in there. Um, and then um, um, and then they just hand them a receipt, tell them you're good to go, make sure there's nothing, you know, they pass yeah. and when the dogs are there it's, you know, the, the dogs are usually done before the human's done talking. So, <laughs> You know, I'm usually yeah. like, okay, <laughs> next one, next. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fast. You know, we're trying to get more, more um, involved with our inspections, with doing decons, and mm-hmm. for boats that are out of state. Um, but we're, it's a work in progress. Yeah, but tell us about those little receipts because so I thought that was really cool. yeah, the little receipts uh, is just if the people hang on, collect these receipts, then we hand out. Um, They can turn them in for t-shirts and hats and, like, um, koozies, drink koozies and um, keychain floaties and, like, other stuff. (laughs) It's just, like, an incentive and to just keep them very much involved in the muscle program. You know, it's just something fun, fun for everyone. So We love giving out free stuff. It's cool. And so
1: these muscles are found all over the country. Yeah, and yeah. so you focus on these lakes because they are they the only ones that are free
0: from these mussels? There's, from my understanding, like the Pacific Northwest is um, like uh, Northern California, mm-hmm. Oregon, Washington, Idaho, um, they're all free of mussels. Mm-hmm. Um, and everywhere else has have, had the mussels introduced by okay. now. Um, so they actually came from EuroAsia. Um, and so they're native there, Mm -hmm. but they come over here and they just multiply by the millions Mm -hmm. and cause such, such havoc. Yeah. 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 They can clog the dams. They can, you know, get in your boats and clog all your motor parts and and cut your fishing line when you're fishing. They're really sharp, you know, highly invasive. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Us protecting, like, Lake Sonoma and Lake Mendocino in this area um, is huge because it's drinking water for, you know, 600,000 people. So it's really
1: very important.
0: It is very important, yeah. yeah. And since I've been here, we've had two muscle finds.
1: Two muscle so, finds. Yeah. So what do you do when you find a muscle?
0: Um, when we find a muscle, it's um, it's a process. We- <laughs> I get a phone call if the dogs aren't there. Um, And, um, um, well, even if the dogs are there, I guess Mm -hmm. I'm not really working (laughs) at the lake so much on the weekends anymore. Um, But um, so we have to call the Rangers, you know, as more of um, enforcement, like authority, I guess. Um, If we're having issues with the boater, then we have to call the sheriffs. Um, if, if they know they have mussels, you know, we'll, we'll tell them, hey, you know, this is we found these. We'd like to take a closer look at your boat um, just to make sure, you know. Um, but once we tell them, you know, this is what we found, you have mussels, and they try and leave, that's actually against the law. So, yeah, yeah. so they can get in huge trouble for, for knowingly transporting mussels mm-hmm. is a huge, huge no-no. Um, so then we have to call the California fish, uh, fish and wildlife biologist, and then she dispatches wardens out to us and then they take it somewhere to go get deconned. So it's,
1: wow. it's a process. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's definitely a good thing that you don't find them, but yeah, for your sake and the likes. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, When we, when we do find them, the two finds that we had, it was, it was pretty, pretty, uh, scary and mm-hmm. And like, like panic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, oh no, <laughs> we found muscles. <laughs> but we stopped those boats from entering the lake. Yeah. So, you you did you do did did a good did. thing? Yeah. It was, yeah. It's a huge deal when we do find them. Yeah. So. so,
1: with that, then you obviously don't
0: find muscles an awful lot. How do you keep the dogs engaged, motivated? Um, what we do is we actually have. Um, uh, frozen dead mussels. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we stick, um, cut up socks or T-shirts or whatever it may be, um, get them all nice and stinky. And then we use those um, as their their odor out yeah. in the field. So it's just the essence, the mm-hmm. smell. Um, and um, so we don't actually take, you know, mussels out to the lake. Um, and it's just like... Give the handlers a couple scented socks, and and throughout the weekend they'll mm-hmm. they'll play some for the dogs, and so that keeps the dog motivated to work and happy. And mm-hmm. you know they gotta they gotta get their paycheck, <laughs> you know, just like everyone else. Yeah. You gotta yeah. enjoy your job and get your paycheck. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So, um, and that's a huge thing is just keeping the dogs happy. And just you know, being being happy when, when it's hot. You've really got to, like, give that extra, Mm -hmm. come on, let's go. Yeah. Hype them up. Because it's hot.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, even today it's, oh, I think it's about 30 degrees and we're coming into fall, you said. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I didn't expect it to be this warm this late. Yeah. But this this isn't even hot, you said. It gets worse. (laughs) It
0: gets worse.
1: The dog's (laughs) working because you work from, what, seven to three? Yes. Yeah, so you know, and it was hot at maybe eight o'clock this morning. So having the dogs out yep. all day in this. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's. Um, I mean, we we have them in booties, and you mm-hmm. know, we we have cooling towels, we have cooling mats, we have fans. Um, yeah. um, some of our buildings have ACs, so the dogs get to be in the AC mm-hmm. um, on their breaks. So, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. <laughs> guess i should have muted that <laughs> <That's
1: right. laughs> um so your this database that you use that's not just yours you said that was connected to all the other lakes and a
0: lot of other lakes yeah, yeah. okay um so it's a colorado database mm-hmm. it's called wid uh, watercraft inspection database mm-hmm. and we're able to put in like their registration number from their boat um where the last place they launched Uh, we can search their registration and um, see where they've been Mm -hmm. Uh, so if they're just bought a boat and they're like well I don't know where it was well we can hopefully search the database and find out where they were Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of lakes around here are starting to use the database I think we even got them set up in Texas and Clear Lakes using it Various Tahoe, um, lakes that have the mussels are using the database as well as boats are exiting um, to let us know that they either got a decon mm-hmm. or they quarantine or whatever it may be. Um, so we know that that lake should be, or that boat should be free and clear of mussels. So yeah. that's the hope. Yeah, We're hoping everyone will start using it. That'll
1: be good. And, and you said... Well, just to repeat what you said, you said Tahoe people that leave Tahoe come with a band so Mm -hmm. you know that they've been inspected properly. Yes. What do people say when they know that their last inspection came from muscle
0: dogs? Uh, Some lakes, (laughs) when they hear that they've been inspected by muscle dogs, then the inspectors at that lake are like, oh, you got to check by the dogs. You guys are good. How good does that feel? It feels awesome. That's... You know, it, it really does. It, it feels great to know that, that, you know, what we do is, is quality work and people trust us. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's all we can hope for. That's it. Because well, you've only been yeah. up and running for, what, eight years, nine years? Um, Debbie actually started in 2010 yeah wow. well, she had she had to wait two years yeah. to train the dog, yeah because um, you you have to have a permit from
1: for invasive species. <laughs> yeah, yeah to
0: even have the muscles to train the dog, so yep. it took two years to do that. Um, and then it just started out as um, a couple couple weekends, mm-hmm. like during the summer for sonoma water, and then it went to every weekend. And then, right before COVID, it was year-round full-time. So, like wow. mean, we've come along. She's come a long way. I think so. And I think we're at nine different lakes now,
1: with wow.
0: multiple ramps. Holy moly! Yeah. So, she's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. She's an awesome awesome person, and you know I wouldn't be where I'm at without her. So, you know. I'm, just thankful for her, yeah.
1: I'm thankful for you guys to hosting us and showing us around and letting me run Finn. That was so cool. Yeah, he's such a good dog. <laughs> um, so we can follow you guys on Muscle Dogs on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. and your personal is Tugboat and Friends. Tugboat and Friends, yeah. get on there, Tugboat sir. Yeah.
0: that a lovely little character. That's all the all the Muscle Dogs. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us. Thank yeah, you for being cool. on the podcast. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our next couple of days and seeing what we learn.
0: Yes. Got a few more days. <laughs> thank you. You're all good. Thank you for listening to the
1: Conservation Canine Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please like, share and subscribe wherever you find us.